You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. It is a phenomenal football Friday. It is You Better You Bet. It is Nick Costos. It is Ken Barkley. And it is you here with us on the BetQL Network. Simulcast for the next two hours by our friends at Stadium. And what a two hours it's going to be. Two hours of badass wagertainment coming your way, getting you set to bet and win this weekend on not just the National Football League, not just college football, but we'll also bring you our picks in 20 minutes for the NBA slate coming up on Monday on Christmas where it... we better not be doing the show. That better not be the case. So we'll be bringing you our bets for, for uh, the NBA slate on Christmas. 20 minutes from now, we're also going to bring you Premier League bets when Anthony DeBundo joins the show in 40 minutes. Brad Evans will join us as we move along. Prop bets for Week 16 in the National Football League. And for the people watching the show right now on our on our on our social uh, platforms, on YouTube and Twitch, uh, twitch.tv backslash betql, youtube.com backslash odyssey sports, continue to send in. Uh, there, our executive producer, Alex Fasano, is combing through the chats. Send in your favorite football bet for the weekend. Could be something uh, tomorrow on Saturday, Sunday, even like the three-game slate on Monday. Your favorite bet, side, total, prop, parlay, teaser, doesn't matter. Um, and tell us why you like that as your favorite bet. And Ken and I have allotted two segments for the show next hour to talk about those. We'll shout you out. We'll talk about your bet, whether we like it or not. You can also send us your favorite Christmas song if you feel so inclined on YouTube and Twitch, our social segments coming up next hour here on the show. But joining us right now to kick off the fun and frivolity on a phenomenal football Friday, five words that start with P, is our good friend Sam Paniatovich of Nesson, Fox Sports, and the Chicken Dinner Podcast. Sam on Twitter, at SP Shoot. My friend, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Merry early Christmas to you and the family. How's it going? We just passed, I refuse to call it progressive field. We just passed the Jake and Cleveland so only about five hours out of Chicago right now. It's a 15-hour hike, boys, from Boston to Chicago, and we're doing it in one day. Be like, so what'd you do on your drive? Be like, well, I talked about the Hawaii Bowl mostly. It's like actually kind of what I did. Like, not, not really like most road trips. I saw this game on your list, Sam, and for people who haven't, maybe listen, people know the Chuckle game, obviously, too. People also probably know Sam comes on all the time and usually has really good information about college football. I have to believe this time of year. It's been very profitable or at least getting a ton of CLV probably based on some of the info that you're getting. You you got something here on San Jose and Coastal Carolina. We actually just had Colin Wilson on. He likes this game too, maybe even the same side. Uh, we've got, what, San Jose State a 10-point favorite in the Hawaii Bowl. Uh, this is uh, late night tomorrow night. What do we like here, Sam? 
I hope Colin and I are on the same side. I am actually tailing the sharpest college football guy that I know. He texted me the other day because, remember, this number opened San Jose State minus seven. And once it got to ten, he texted me and said, I am betting the Chanticleers and taking the points. And uh, when he says jump, I basically say how high. Now, we know that Vasco is going to be the quarterback for Coastal. He's not, you know, McCall. We know McCall is not going to play. But Vasco can sling it. He played at Kansas. He could, he could take the cover off the top of a defense. But really, there's two mathematical edges here. One, we get three extra points with Coastal from 7 to 10. And the total, Kenny, has dropped at some shops six and a half points, 54 and a half on the open. Some books have 48 now. So with the total going down almost a touchdown, those three extra points to me are even more valuable. And look, a lot of these lines, they over move. I mean, let's, let's talk about that UTSA Marshall game when everybody took Marshall plus 11, plus 10 and a half, and Harris got ruled out for UTSA, and the line goes down to seven, and UTSA still rolled by 18. Now, all these games are created equal, but I just I can't justify Coastal Carolina getting 10. So I'm telling my boy. Um, I, I did actually lean that way, too, when it opened at 7 and 8. Uh, but now that we get 10, with the total has come down that much, I like it even more. Uh, Sammy, the good news, and I only say this because you said it in your answer, uh, Colin, that is the side that Colin likes. I think he even said in the last segment he joined us prior to you coming on to end hour one that he thinks Coastal's live in the game. So you guys will be on the same side coming up with uh, with Coastal Carolina. Let's hit another bowl game um, coming up tomorrow on Saturday, December 23rd, with Utah and Northwestern, the Utes, the Utah Utes. Uh, about six-point favorites in the game. The total about 41.5, Sammy. Any bets here with Utah and Northwestern? I love the Joe Pesci there. I get it. I hope everybody else got it there, the two Utes. Um, a lot of Utes opting out, too, Nikki. I mean, I, I saw the number was like 17 Utah players are in the portal, which is wild because Utah is historically a program that retains a lot of its guys. But this is that new era with NIL and all that stuff. I mean, guys are just leaving left and right. But, but to me, both of these teams and programs are predicated on defense and mostly – field position. I mean, we know Whittingham, if it's fourth and one at midfield, he's going to punt it. That's the way he plays because he trusts his defense. Same thing with this kid, David Braun, the interim guy at Northwestern that might not be the interim guy for long. I actually, I think he's done a fantastic job this year. They were a one-win team last year. All the Fitzgerald stuff, they come in and he wins seven games somehow. So I was very impressed with Northwestern. I still think Utah is going to just bully ball it's way to a victory here, like a 20 to 7, 20 to 13 final. The total's been bouncing around the last couple of days. I'll give you 41 and a half. There are some 42s out there, but the consensus total is 41 and a half. Punts before points, field position, and really no home run hitters on either offense. You might not want to watch this game, but Utah and Northwestern, because it's kind of going to suck in terms of an aesthetic. But it will be ugly and low and slow. So at 41 and a half, you go under there in a game that should be in the high 30s. Yeah, I'd get that the uh, Las Vegas Bowl, because when you think Vegas, you think like Northwestern and Utah would be the first two schools that would probably have a great time there. Uh, Sam, I know you have some NFL sides that you're kind of interested in, maybe a total here as well. Uh, the Falcons-Colts game, 
spent like a, a reasonable amount of time basically the time we've spent talking about this game on the show this week has been nick bashing arthur smith and hoping he is not retained as head coach of the falcons that's like the extent of our analysis so far but there's been a lot of action on this game in the betting market uh the falcons opened a dog and now they're about a two and a half point home favorite a lot of the two and a halfs are juiced toward atlanta so some interest in the falcons uh the total in the game also 45 we've been betting colts overs basically all season side or total what do you like here sam uh sunday indianapolis and atlanta yeah, I mean, I don't love laying two and a half with Atlanta. And I, you know, I, I tweeted this out on chicken dinner yesterday in the morning. It was Falcons one. Um, I, but I, I can't say, oh, yeah, take Falcons one because that's just not available. But what I will do, Ken, is let, let's just take some of this money we've been making the last couple of weeks and, and let's pay the extra 25 cents. I don't usually do this, but for those of us that have watched the Falcons this year, they could easily win by one or two. I know that games don't usually land one or two, but I mean, they just lost nine to seven last week against Carolina. <laughs> so anything is possible. And, and Atlanta is honestly so erratic that they could, they could do anything in this game. Nothing would surprise me. That being I actually made the game three, Atlanta three. So I was happy to lay a little one. Smith is just so infuriating because he's got pits and Bajan Robinson and um, Drake London, and they don't even like touch the ball, which doesn't make any sense, but look, sometimes in the NFL, you have to bet the things you don't really like to bet. And off of the loss, all the luster is off Atlanta. People are saying they're dead in the water. They're not going to make the playoffs anymore. And they could easily win this game and the next game against Chicago, go into the finale 8-8, eight and eight, and maybe get into the postseason mix. But let's take it one step at a time. I think Atlanta is going to be really good against the run. That's the key to this game. Falcons, a very stingy run defense, and that's what Indianapolis has been doing with Shane Steichen. We're going to run it down your throat until you can stop it. Well, the Falcons can stop it. This is actually, I believe, a good matchup for the Falcons, but I, I can't tell people to lay two and a half because lands one or two. I'm going to hate that. So I'm going to lay it. It's a little pricey. Never do this on the show, but at minus 135, I'm taking Falcons money line, and it won't be popular, but, but that's okay. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. We do, by the way, have a piece of injury news in the uh, the Colts-Falcons game, and this is not something unexpected. But Jonathan Taylor, not on the injury report, going to play for the Colts. He's been trending that way all week, but we just got that notification that Taylor's going to be cleared to play this week for Indianapolis. You better you better here with Nick and Ken. Phenomenal football Friday. Great to be catching up with our friend Sam Paniadovich from Nesson Fox Sports and the Chicken Dinner Podcast on Twitter, at SB Shoot, with football bets for the weekend. Uh, we can hit a couple other topics, Sammy, after this one. This is the last one that you got for us here, game-wise here, and then maybe we can do some other stuff. Uh, and it is the Cardinals and the Bears in Soldier Field. I don't know if you'll be going to this game on Christmas Eve. <laughs> maybe not. Uh, the total in the game is about 43. Chicago about a four-point home favorite against Kyler and Arizona. Um, anything here for you at the Bears and the Cardinals? It's funny you bring that up because I was invited to go to the game, and my response was to one of my best buddies. I said, if you think I'm going to spend Christmas Eve watching the Bears play the Cardinals, you are out of your mind. So, no, I am not going to the game. But it will be on in the background. And I think the most surprising part about anything related to this game is that we have a game in Chicago on December 24th in the highest 50. I mean, this is this is great weather for offense. Usually when you get a, a Bears game in December, it's like 23 or 31 degrees and there's – 
I think Sam's probably driving through like a tough zone here. Do me a favor here, Jake. Just uh, just pick up and just let us know when Sam's ready to uh, to come back on. When Sam gets into a better zone, like what he's driving right now on his cell phone. So we'll bring Sam back on in a second. He'll finish his uh, his thought on Arizona and Chicago. But Ken, like it, I feel like it's it's going to be unseasonably warm, basically like everywhere this weekend, right? I think in the Northeast it's supposed to be in the 40s or 50s this weekend for the games coming up as well. Yeah, and we have, we have a game obviously in Chicago that Sam was talking about. Uh, the the forecast and we are still a few days out like doesn't have to be this way basically it seems like in every single game whatever you think like you know christmas time weather is in all these places basically going to be really warm and potentially really rainy in like every game so just and chicago no different like chance of rain there too there's a chance it's a name a game that's not played in a dome there's a chance of rain and it's unseasonably warm it's going to kind of be like one of the stories of uh, of this coming weekend Sam Panionovich is back with us here. Sam, you were saying about the Cardinals and the Bears coming up on Sunday, going to be unseasonably warm at Soldier Field. Yeah, I blame the uh, signal in rural Ohio. Hopefully you guys got me here. Yeah, long story short, I mean, it's a great day to play outside in Chicago. You, you never would think that. It's 50 degrees and sunny. Um, the Cardinals' defense is awful, guys. Second most points allowed in the league. I want to say 376 the Bears are going to move the ball. And if they can convert touchdowns, we're going to see a lot of points there because we also know that Arizona can move the ball. I mean, they outgained San Francisco last week. Cardinals had almost 450 yards of offense. Granted, they're playing from behind, but, but both Kyler Murray and Justin Fields are, are prone to make big plays. Fields can break that 30-yard run. Kyler can wiggle out of the pocket and hit the wide-open streaker down the middle. I think both of these defense leave a lot to be desired down the field and as long as we get somebody to set the pace early i'm over 43 i mean the bears defense is okay i think it's a little overrated uh, from a metric standpoint people are saying how awesome it's been and it's like all right well they played josh dobbs and aiden o'connell and a bunch of crap um kyler's gonna gonna push the pace though and i think both teams are gonna score so let's go over a low number 43 in a 50 degree sunday on christmas eve in chicago i I still can't get over the forecast. Sammy, let's close with this here. Totally okay if the answer is no. Do we have a chuckle game for this weekend, or is it going on a hiatus here for Christmas and we can pick back up for uh, for the New Year's edition of the show next week? Well, usually the chuckle game is an FCS affair, and we don't have any <laughs> FCS games. There's only one left, and uh, that's the championship game, which is on January 7th. I will tell you this. Here's a, here's a little taste. If we can get 13 or 14 with Montana, they're playing South Dakota State. South Dakota State just railroaded Albany, 59 to nothing. The line is mostly 12, 12 and a half. We're going to wait this out. If we can get 13 or 14, we will be chuckling on Montana in the FCS championship. But we got some time here. That game is not until uh, January 7th. So I apologize. No chuckle in hand. Um, but there's there's only one game in the FCS left. So the uh, the options are extremely minimal. Sam, you can uh, you can make it up to us by giving us a great grizzly bear roar here in honor of Montana. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was that was pretty good. That was pretty good. I, I think the I think the gimmick should, for the chuckle game should be like like bet the side or the total of the biggest game that week. Like the chuckle game this week, I love the Niners laying five and a half on Christmas yeah. night against the Ravens. <laughs> chuckle <laughs> game, give me the Celtics over the Lakers on Christmas. Yeah, love it. Hey. Sammy, man, drive safely, man. Uh, safe travels back home to Chicago. Hope you have a wonderful weekend with the family. Good luck with all the bets. Merry Christmas, and we'll catch up with you next week. 
All right, guys. Merry Christmas indeed. And uh, don't forget, the bartender just poured three new ones today. He is uh, hes not having a good season. Surprise, surprise. And he just hit three more bets uh, on his hopper, and, and they're all extremely ugly. So uh, make sure you check that one out, including Jacksonville plus two and a half. You know they're going to lose now by at least a touchdown. <laughs> also, like, and also, like, the number's three, right? He's also betting the worth of the number. Um, uh, back and check out... Okay, Sam on Twitter at SB Shoot. Sam tweets the bartender picks, uh, and it is a riot every single week when he does that. Uh, Sam Paniotovich with us here on the show. All right, on the other side, Ken and I will turn our attention to the five games coming up on Christmas Day in the association, including, like Ken just said, the Celtics and the Lakers in Los Angeles. NBA Christmas Day, talking bets, next. Del Carter Jr. broke with the baseball pass. Perfect placement. Giannis counted. My goodness, what a pass it finished. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks. Winners last night against the Orlando Magic. Giannis, just a casual 37-10-6 last night in the, in the victory. Uh... Milwaukee will play in the first Christmas Day game on the road at my New York Knicks. Spoiler alert how that's going to go. The, the, the Bucks will probably win a really close game. It'll be heartbreaking for the Knicks. But we do have five games coming up on Christmas Day in the association. Bucks and Knicks, Nuggets and Warriors, Celtics, Lakers, Heat, Sixers, and Suns, Mavericks. We'll get to all of those games coming up in a moment. Ken and I are off on Christmas. We're off the 26th also, right? I'm not getting just... We're off Monday and Tuesday yeah. next week? We're off Monday and Tuesday. We'll be back on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh and then shot we're off, at and then we're New Year's Day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, I I think I'm more looking forward to New Year's Day than, like, any other day that we have off coming up. Play out semifinals like, that night, too. Yes. 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 Well, Michigan-Alabama, 430. It's going to be yeah. awesome. Can't wait for it. Um, my Brady jersey. Still to come on the show. Anthony DeBundo, 20 minutes from now. Premier League bets for the weekend. Brad Evans next hour. And for YouTube and Twitch viewers, keep sending in your favorite football bet for the weekend. Ken and I will talk about them uh, next hour on the show. Your favorite football bet for the weekend, along with the reason why you like it. We will shout you out and tell you if we like your bet or not, for, for whatever that's worth. Uh, all right, Ken. Let's talk the NBA slate here. Should we do uh, the holiday music underneath this? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, 100%. Uh, Jake, hopefully you don't have to scramble too much for this because we're doing this. I probably probably should have asked Jake this earlier. Jake, do you have the holiday music? Oh, he does. I got a, a lot of notes from people about the best Christmas song. But Tyler's like, yeah, Tyler's like, yeah, I've never heard Tyler's never heard a Christmas song before. East Atlanta Santa. That was what East, he offered up. East East Atlanta yeah, Santa. You know, East Atlanta. I'm sure there's all kinds of connotations to. there that I don't understand, and I, I can't Definitely wait to not. not know what they are. Right? Definitely yeah. not. Right. All right, so let's start. We'll go chronologically here, Ken. Bucks and the Knicks coming over tonight on uh, the matinee game on Christmas. Milwaukee right now a three-point favorite, and look like lines are subject to change. Injuries can happen, load management, whatever, but this is the information we're dealing with right now. Milwaukee a three-point favorite at the Knicks coming up on Monday. Ken, thoughts on this game? Yeah, it's worth noting every team and every game we're going to discuss, uh, those teams all play at least once between when we're doing this segment and the Christmas game. So literally in all the games with all the teams, there could be an injury. Like there could be, like something could happen which would cause something different to happen. The remarkable thing about this game is that these teams, <clears throat> excuse me, actually play tomorrow in a matinee 
at Madison Square Garden and then play again two days later. So this is like a duplex where the second one's the Christmas game. Um, it's bizarre. Uh, I, it honestly, like, I, I think it makes it impossible to handicap until you know the first game result. And these things have been kind of screwy in terms of like the first game and the second game. Um, the Knicks were just on an incredibly long road trip. They are also down several bigs. So this is sort of like a depleted version of them. Um, <laughs> a split would be a miracle for them, honestly, in these two games. Uh, one thing I will say, like if the point spread starts to get even like more than a possession, more than two possessions, I also had a live angle that I was successful with last night on this, where I've started to play Bucks opponents back to like sub 10 margins of victory in games because they don't defend at all. And teams are tend to like, you know, if they're up 12, 14 in a game, it tends to compress back down to like multiple possessions at the end. They never cover big numbers because they don't defend at all. Um, and this was true last night against Orlando, uh, where the Magic were, I think, down like three, four at halftime, gets out to like 10, 11, and the Magic like try hard their way to a four point loss, something like that. Cover the second half, covered live. Could see the same thing in both these Knicks games. And the Knicks would be a team that would kind of like keep trying to put the pedal down and try to play hard. So probably more of a live betting game, basically like betting the Knicks to stay close. Need to see what happens. A bizarre setup, like a first game and then a game on Christmas is really weird. And Ken mentioning, you know, the Knicks being down a couple of big men. Where Jericho Sims is going to miss time. The walls of Jericho Sims will miss some time for the Knicks. And Mitchell Robinson now going to be like lost for the season. It didn't look like it was going to be that long. And now the Knicks are filing like the, the, the disability exemption for Mitchell Robinson. So right now it looks like a lot of Isaiah Hartenstein and then some Taj Gibson. It's like a bizarre world version of Mambo number five. A little bit Isaiah in my life. Little Taj Gibson down low in the post. So the Knicks are going to have to do something uh, in terms of a big man here because they're going to be up against it in a big way. My thought is, Ken, as a Knicks fan, is that the Knicks will keep this game really close and then find a way to lose at the end. So I agree with you, man. If like the point spread's going to get like bet out here, the Knicks to cover and Milwaukee to win. We do have a little NFL breaking news here just to get it in now, and then we'll talk about it later in the show. C.J. Stroud officially out for the Texans this week. Case Keenum draws another start for Houston at home against the Cleveland Browns. Uh, a really, really high-leverage game for us and also for the AFC playoffs. We'll talk about it coming up later in the show. So C.J. Stroud is out. All right, that is the Bucks and the Knicks. Ken, the next game, Matt Moore will be in attendance at this game, and that's pretty awesome from our guy Matt Moore from the Action Network, and that is the Nuggets and the Warriors in Denver. Uh, right now, and again, things can change, as Ken just told you, Denver about a five-point home favorite here against Golden State here. Uh, thoughts here, Ken, on Denver and Golden State? Um, only real thought here is, uh, and the Warriors have been playing really well since Draymond got, there's a classic, another one of those zigzag kind of things from earlier. Oh, Draymond gets suspended. They'll probably be terrible. No, they're like winning every game. They beat the Celtics. Like, granted, like in overtime and probably needed Boston to step on a rake a couple times in that game. Um, at this point spread seems fine to me. I would just never bet the Warriors in any of these road games. This is like a two year running trend with them where they just really play really bad on the road. Now it's worth noting they've they played like one possession games against all the big West teams at their place. They don't get trucked. Last year they got trucked in a bunch of games that they played on the road. It's not quite been the same thing, but just an inability to win on the road. Uh point spread seems fine. Unlikely I'll have a bet. If you were to bet it, it sounds like you would you would want to lay it with Denver. That would be my preferred bet in the game, assuming things remain static. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even want to answer that, honestly. Like, I don't have a preferred bet. I don't want to bet the game. Yeah. Okay, I, I think I may end up with a Denver ticket here. I would not bet the Warriors at, at this price. You better you bet here with Nick and Ken. It's a Friday, and we're giving you our bets here, and thoughts at least, for the NBA Christmas slate on Monday. All these teams will play in between now and Monday, so things were subject to change. This is the information that we're dealing with right now. 
Uh, this one will be really awesome. Also, like, I'd be so pissed if I were Adam Silver. Like, oh, yeah, the NBA's our day. Here's, here's Roger Goodell. Oh, yeah, you think so? Yeah. Here's three NFL games, including the game of the year on Christmas night with Baltimore and San Francisco. But uh, this one should be awesome. The Celtics and the Lakers in Los Angeles. And, Ken, we have a betting market for this game, and it's Boston as a short road favorite. The Celtics a two-point favorite right now at the Lakers. Um, I'm guessing that maybe you like Boston in the game, but tell us kind of what you think of Boston and the Lakers. Yeah, I mean, I just think there's, you know, uh, there's some stuff that's going to get figured out. Like, I, do I expect LeBron and Anthony Davis to be listed questionable every single game? Do I expect them to play in the game? Yes. Uh, but the Lakers, who have lost four straight, uh, dropped another game last night. Uh, Anthony Davis has referred to Saturday's game against the Thunder as like, you know, a must win. Like, spoiler alert, I don't think they're going to win. I think the Thunder are going to win, um, which would set them up to be like five in a row loss. They've been on the road like the whole month. This is like the first home game since then. It's actually like a pretty good setup to play well. They just draw the torture chamber of teams. They're just like, absolutely. Like if they drew almost anybody else, I'd probably be on them. Um, I, I kind of agree with the number, maybe like, you told me full strength Boston, full strength Lakers, maybe like two or two and a half or three instead. But like, I think it's really close, um, honestly. And this is going to be like the probably the squarest thing I've said the entire segment. Um, I would just bet on LeBron to have a huge game in the game. I'm not I don't even know if he's going to play against the Thunder. And I think the team's totally gassed right now. You get a day off between the Thunder game and the Christmas game. Uh, I mean, if you think you, if you think they have any chance to cover, he's been by far their best encore player. Davis has been great defensively, too, but like. Overall, LeBron's like a top 8-10 player in the league so far this year, which is pretty crazy. And uh, you're going to need him to just be absolutely insane to have any chance, I feel like. So might play some overs on him, super square. Uh, people play LeBron overs on Christmas all the time because um, he cares. And uh, and they're in a rough patch right now. So we'll probably bet the Thunder tomorrow and then maybe like some LeBron overs in the Christmas game. It's like an yeah, in-season tournament. You get like uh, like 2007 LeBron. Christmas yeah. Day, you'll probably get like 2007 LeBron. That's how it goes and at how this predictable point. is that, hashtag. right? How predictable as, is that? As, like as in season tournaments, we're going to be all in. Like, we're going to try really hard to win. They win that game. I'm sure I wasn't the only one who, after they win that game, be like, I can't wait for the next two months of like complaining about how long the season is and like all this other stuff that usually goes into the regular season. Like, yeah, they had a goal and they achieved it. And now the foot's off the gas for a while. This is what happens when that happens. The league's too good. Like, you're going to drop games now when you do stuff like that. Uh, which game, by the way, of the Christmas slate are you most likely to sit down and watch the most of? Celtics-Lakers is 5 o'clock Eastern time on Monday. Probably the way our schedule will work. We'll get to my in-laws before Warriors-Nuggets starts. I'll probably watch that the most. The night game's no shot, noon game no shot, and Lakers will be eating, probably. So, like, Warriors-Nuggets, I think I have a pretty good... That's probably the game I'm... Like, Celtics-Lakers will be fun, but, like... I'd like to watch Nuggets Warriors. I think that'd be pretty good. Probably probably check a little bit of that out and some NFL. But usually Christmas, um, it's tough. Like, it's just, it's tough to lock in for more. For me, like the way my schedule works that day with family and everything and the kids, it's tough to lock in for more than 20 minutes on something. Yeah, I wonder, I've thought a couple times, like this last Christmas that I'll have is like uh, without a kid. And do I want to like in the moments be like yeah, i need to sit down and like watch as much sports as i can here in honor of my guy ken barkley and the well, rest like of the dads year. out there <laughs> like i mean what are, you, what are you not gonna be able to watch next year like the kid the kid's gonna be in a bassinet next year like i mean it's just there's you know gonna be in a like one of those play things that they sit in and play with all the balls and stuff but it doesn't i forget, i'm totally forget what all the names for all these things I, are I already want one be in some kind of stationary device like right, like yeah. like the bouncy device that you put the baby yeah. in the device and they just like bounce up and down like i want one of those now as yeah. an adult 
and it's there's like they spin and there's all the things to essentially distract them so that every time they get they get tired with one of the five like things like they turn around and be like oh now rings no that's pretty cool like that's basically our lives it's like yeah i said be like oh man like i know it's sports uh, oh pizza oh okay like i'm gonna eat some of that for like oh video games no, do, 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 do. i'm gonna play some of that it's basically life's one big bouncy chair you know <laughs> it's not bad you might be right about that. All right, so it's so Celtics on the Lakers. All right, uh, Heat Sixers is really interesting. Miami's a one-point favor right now against Philadelphia. Uh, kind of want to bet Miami a little bit here. Uh, thoughts here, Ken, Miami and Philly. Uh, this is the penultimate game on Christmas. Yeah, and uh, Sixers only play tonight, and then they have a couple days off going into the game. So you obviously want to make sure, like, Embiid is such an injury risk in every game that he plays. You want to make sure he makes it through the game tonight against Toronto on skate tonight being Friday night. And then they have a couple days off. So, like, they get a really good rest situation to kind of be their full strength going into the game. I, t I messaged a couple people about this market. So, like, these games aren't open everywhere. It's like domestic sports. To be fair, they're domestic sports are taking a lot of money. You can bet to win 5000 in a bunch of places already on Christmas NBA sides. Um, I texted a couple people. I just go... Even if like Butler plays and everybody plays, like uh, shouldn't the Sixers be like two in the game or something? Like like how like how are the Heat the Heat are one and a half against Atlanta tonight? How are they one against Philadelphia? And I had a bunch of people write back and make it be like, you're right, but it's like a marginal difference. Like you bet plus one now and they're gonna close minus one. So it's like, do you, do you did you even gain anything from making? So like honestly, my kind of just prediction is. I don't think this is the closing. I don't, the other closing number, the other num closing numbers will also be different than these games. But the one that I feel like I, it's like, look, I, I don't think the Heat are going to close a favorite. Like if Embiid plays, maybe DeAnthony Melton misses. I don't think that would cause like a huge upset in the market, but I don't know how the Sixers aren't favored. Like I have no idea. And it doesn't mean the Heat can't win. It has nothing to do with what's going to happen in the game. Just the betting market. Like, I feel like if you bet Philly, like they're minus 102 to win the game right now. They're going to close minus 102 if Embiid's healthy after tonight's game. That seems nuts to me. And I could be wrong. Just like every rating system has Philly as like the number one or number two team right now. And the Heat are getting healthier and obviously playing better. But I, I don't see that reflected in them being favored against like a title contender in a home game. It just seems kind of weird to me. So like, I, I think if you want closing line value, I would really like Philly at this at this price. Maybe you bet it right after the game tonight to make sure Embiid doesn't get hurt. And then maybe give yourself options in the game. Uh, in terms of the game itself, like, you know, it's one, this is like almost like a two and a half NFL number either way, where it's like, I don't really care, but I think the Sixers should be favored. I would like them a little bit in the game. I do think they're better than Miami, even with Miami back at full strength. Uh, I think for me, it'll be wait till the last second then and bet the Miami Heat heat culture sure. on Christmas Day at home. And look, look, Joel Embiid might be the MVP front runner. Miami's got the best player in the game. His name is Jaime Jaquez. It'd be Feliz, mm. Navi, Feliz, Feliz Navidad coming up on Christmas Day for the Philadelphia 76ers. Right? Did you almost say Nari Tav? I promise yeah. I didn't. I did. I, oh, okay. I thought about it, but there I didn't almost say There was a little pause there. I was like, well, because to be fair, on this show, we say Nari Tav more than Navi Dad. Like, I just, you know, I, maybe at this point, the song might as well be called Feliz Nari Tav. At this point. And let's, uh, let's close with the Suns and the Mavs on Christmas night. Phoenix, about a five-point favor right now in the market. Yeah. This is going to be really funny. So the Mavs are the most injured team in the NBA right now. Uh, Luke is not playing tonight. Kyrie isn't playing forever. Somebody landed on his foot a couple weeks ago. He's like on crutches. Uh, a couple other ancillary players have been out for a while. It's just like walking wounded and they play tonight against Houston. I, just like, 
this is the only game where I go, are we sure, like, it's it's all good? Like, even, like, Luke will play in the game. I think he's going to sit out to, so he can play on Christmas, I think is the idea. I would like Phoenix, like, a good amount in the game, even at, like, a 5-5 five, five and a half. Just, it's the way, it's just how Dallas is trending right now. It's, like, not even about Phoenix, who's been very underwhelming, too. Uh, it's just more about playing against, like, a really, really wounded Dallas team in, like, a big test game for them. I think they can beat everybody else with Luka, but test opponents, that's going to be really tough. All right, yeah, and Phoenix team total over. Uh, maybe we'll touch on this a little bit more if we get news coming up on the Sunday edition of the show. On the other side, though, Premier League bets coming up for the weekend from our good friend Anthony DeBundo from the Wonder Goal podcast. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. 20 minutes from now, we'll be taking uh, your favorite football bets for the weekend on YouTube and Twitch. YouTube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, Twitch.tv backslash BetQL. So this is your hashtag call to action to hashtag join the conversation at hashtag the intersection of sports and pop culture. The last part isn't true. This is going to be sports. I guess we can have a little pop culture if you want. Send us your favorite Christmas, Christmas song. Songs. We can talk about that. So um, yeah. so look, you, I can actually look into the camera because if you're on YouTube and Twitch, like you're watching the show. Uh, hey, you the person watching right now. If you haven't sent us your favorite football bet for the weekend, like in all seriousness, what the hell are you waiting for? There's, what the hell are you waiting for? There's no downside here. Send us your favorite football bet for this weekend. Could be Saturday games, could be Sunday, could be the games on Christmas. Tell us why you like it. Ken and I will talk about it coming up in two segments next hour on the show. So we'll have 40 minutes of runway to talk about your favorite bets this weekend in football. YouTube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, Twitch.tv backslash betql can i get an encore do you want more uh brad evans will join us next hour as well our stadium teammate all our bets for tonight and nfl bets for the weekend power hour final hour of the show but joining us right now as we uh, transition from football to football giving us some premier league bets for the weekend and of course we'll i think we're going to travel to italy for where is the world where in the world is our good buddy anthony debundo from the wonder goal podcast and the Action Network, if you like to bet on soccer, would highly recommend you check out the Wonder Goal podcast, Anthony's Soccer Betting Podcast, and follow Anthony on Twitter at his name, at Anthony DeBundo. Anthony, I'm sure you are commiserating like I am today as two baseball fans whose teams did not sign Yoshinobu Yamamoto, but great to have you on the show. Merry early Christmas to you and the family. How's it going? It's good. I just finished baking uh, Christmas cookies, and uh, yeah, we were never really in the Yamamoto sweepstakes uh, in Philly here, so we're kind of just like, you know what? He's into the Dodgers, not the Mets. That's good for us. Uh, but yes, Merry Christmas to you guys as well. What's your favorite? Uh, what's your favorite Christmas cookie? Uh, we make like these little like cake dough balls. They're uh, like kind of like knots. They're very good. Uh, every year, my mom and I make them. So it's a fun little tradition. But could you like what? What are they? Yeah, what is they're just like little dough balls uh, with like vanilla icing. You can do like lemon flavored, almond flavored, vanilla flavored. So we we broke into those. Um, I have to look up the actual name of them, but it's a it's an Italian thing apparently because my grandmother passed it down to my aunt, passed down to my cousin, to my mom. So it's a we had to call to get the recipe, the official recipe, and every year. Of course, yeah, yeah, and the dough balls, Nick. I think you're. (laughs) Talk to your wife about this. I gotta need to know like, what they're called. Like, honey, we make a, yeah, we got, we got, we got, honey, we got, we got them dough balls in the oven coming up. We got up. them dough balls? You're, Ita- you're Italian. You got them dough balls? <laughs> Where them dough balls at, sucker? 
This is how this is how families break. This is how it happens. Uh, Anthony, let's do some let's do some soccer, please. Before we get really inappropriate, uh, Liverpool Arsenal, the first match you want to talk about. Uh, two like huge name teams, close to the top of the table, like a high stakes match. What uh, what are your bets here? Not just close to the top of the table, like the top two teams in the league right yeah. now. Man City's down in fourth. Uh, Villa's playing as we speak. They may win or lose or draw, or whatever. But uh, this match will decide well, who's yes, top it will of the be, table. It, it will be one of those three outcomes. Right. No, it could be uh, I think it's going to be a draw based on <laughs> yeah, where we're at right. now. It's nil-nil uh, in the 85th. But uh, this match decides who's going to be top of the table at Christmas. This match decides you know, who is going to join Man City and kind of the betting odds to be the, the Premier League co-favorite. Right now, it's like a three-horse race. you got City at like plus 120, Arsenal plus 240, Liverpool plus 270. Whoever wins this match kind of vaults themselves into that conversation as the second and best challenger to City, who's won it the last couple of years. Uh, it's a really fascinating matchup. You know, everybody's getting excited for Ravens-Niners. This is like Ravens-Niners for me uh, on Saturday afternoon because Arsenal has a couple ways of going about this. They can try to play classic Arteta ball and just strangle the game and try to keep as much control as possible. They want to be the slow-paced precise team. Liverpool wants to inject chaos into this match. Uh, it's going to be really exciting to see which style wins out. How aggressive is Arsenal pushing their center midfielders forward? Uh, because when Arsenal's played, you know, the big boys in the league this year, 1-0 with City, 1-0 loss to Newcastle, they haven't played very high event matches. So, uh, you know, which style wins out would be really interesting. If you look at it from an XG perspective and kind of like team strength, have Arsenal rated slightly better than Liverpool. Arsenal has gotten a bump in their attack since Gabriel Jesus came back. But Liverpool's at home. Liverpool at home this year, plus 1.5 XG difference per 90 minutes. That's a goal and a half better than their opponents. They have not lost. They have had one draw and a plus 16 goal difference uh, overall. So it's been really hard to win at Anfield. I can't get to Arsenal being this number. Uh, Liverpool on the draw no bet line, if you can find a minus 115 or better, is a bet for me. If you know, I make it like one minus one twenty. So you know, it's not a huge edge right now where the market is. I'm kind of in line with the market. But if I had to bet a side, it would be the Reds at home, uh, just trusting the Anfield and just their ability to ratchet up the pressure really can do a number on I think Arsenal's uh, you know control based approach. So Liverpool Arsenal on paper definitely the game, and maybe it will be the game of the weekend this uh, this weekend in the Premier League. Honestly, like Tottenham Everton is going to be awesome as well. So Tottenham is just outside the top four, like obviously like top four qualify for the Champions League, um, sitting at thirty three points right now, fifth in the table. Now Everton is towards the bottom of the table, but also incurred a twelve point like financial penalty earlier this season that sent them to the relegation zone earlier in the, in the season, and since then Everton are like the best team in the world, basically like rattling off like four or five straight wins. They've been unbelievable. Uh, how are you handicapping Everton against Tottenham? I'm guessing as a Tottenham fan, you're a little nervous about this game. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I've been betting Everton almost every week uh, this season, it feels like. And early on in the year, it was nauseating because they kept missing chance after chance. But the underlying XG data has always liked this team and always said they were going to uh, positively, positively regress. And you've kind of seen it. You know, like you said, since the deduction... They lost to Man United in a game they were the better team, and they've won four straight. And they didn't just beat, you know, you know, schmucks. They beat Newcastle. They beat Chelsea. Um, they've beaten some good teams here. They won at Nottingham Forest, which is tough to do. So they've had some really impressive wins here, and it all starts with their defense. Last year when Dyche came in, he made a plan to be more aggressive and press more and be more open at the back to try to score more goals, and it worked. They scored more, but they also conceded more. This year, year two under Dyche, first full season, their defense is third in the league in non-penalty expected goals allowed, first in big scoring chances. Like, this is an elite defense right now. So if you just went on just this season's data, 
Everton actually has a better power rating than Tottenham. Now you have to include priors, of course, and we do expect uh, you know some regression for Everton from those numbers, but it's real to me. Everything on paper looks real. And the matchup key here, Spurs like to press, press high and force high turnovers. Everton don't possess the ball in their own half. They just boot it long and uh, and and have runners off Calvert-Lewin. So it's a pretty effective transition attack against a transition defense in Tottenham that has not been very good. So I like Everton plus a half, and I think they're worth a money line shot here on the road. Anthony, uh, next match you wanted to talk about was Fulham and Burnley. So Fulham, I think, like middle of the table-ish. And then Burnley is like one of the worst teams in the Premier. I think they're in the, the rele- relegation zone. It's like a tremendous, just like uh, like sirens are going off. Maybe like bad Christmas movies are playing or something. So uh, Burnley's terrible. Fulham, middle of the table. Uh, what's our bet here? Yeah, I like the under two and a half goals. It's taken a bunch of money today. I like it up to minus 115. Uh, there are still some minus 110s out there. This was plus money a couple days ago. So you have seen some market movement against this Fulham attack, which I do agree with. And I think Burnley, you know, Burnley does a lot of possession in their own half. They try to play through pressure. And when they play up against these really good pressing teams, they do struggle. Um, so Fulham could have some success there. But Fulham's attack, you know, they just lost Raul Jimenez to suspension. He was kind of fueling this recent form they've been on. Um, they've scored uh, 13 goals in their last three home games. So, you know, Fulham's been kind of running really hot to get to this point, and they've gotten a huge bump in the market that I don't really agree with, but I don't want to take Burnley plus a half. I, I think the under is the better way to go here. Fulham without Jimenez doesn't really give them a striker, and a lot of their attacks break down just outside the penalty area. These two attacks, based on, you know, expected threat, which is a metric of, like, where do you have dangerous possession, expected goals, they're both in the bottom five. So, for me, this is an under uh, two and a half. You better you bet here with Nick and Ken on a Friday. Soccer bets for the weekend with our friend Anthony DeBundo from the Action Network, the Wonder Goal podcast on Twitter, and Anthony DeBundo. Anthony, we don't have a ton of time left and two more games to hit. Give us this next one here in about 30 seconds, and we'll save some time for your bet in, uh, in Serie A uh, in Italy this weekend, and where in the world is Anthony DeBundo? Nottingham Forest and Bournemouth to wrap up the Premier League slate, Anthony, for you this weekend. What's the bet in this game? What's the play? Yeah, so I think I've been on this show kind of giving out Bournemouth a bunch the last few weeks. We, we cashed a couple tickets with them as dogs and you know beating United and tying Villa. Uh, I think we're at the top of the market now on Bournemouth, and it's time to bet some some Forrest at home. Forrest just fired Steve Cooper, a manager that I kind of was changed my opinion on regularly on whether he was actually good or not. But I do think they'll get a little bit of a bump here because the rumors out of Forrest were that they were really done with Steve Cooper. Classic situation. They bring in the new manager, first match at home. You expect a better effort. Uh, and really, at the beginning of the season, these two teams were power rated as evens. Uh, I show a little bit of value on Forrest. Not my favorite play, but just a spot I love to play off the new manager coming in and uh, inspiring the boys for the first game. So uh, we got about a, eh, like a minute left here, Anthony. Minute 90 seconds for uh, where in the world is Anthony DeBunda? We could do like... No, uh, tell me. Like, oh, oh, what fun it is to ride to Italy for Serie A. That's well done on the fly. You got like a minute to go. That's well done on the fly. Yeah, so we actually don't have Spain, uh, Germany, or France this weekend. And so with there only being one other top five league, it kind of put me in one spot. But I do like Bologna uh, at home this year. Uh, and I like them at home in this spot against Atalanta. They're, they're basically a pick them on the draw no bet line. You can find some plus money draw no bet there. I don't mind a money line. Uh, this Bologna defense has taken a huge step forward. And the reason their defense has gotten better is because they've gotten this Bayern kind of loney reject and Joshua Zerksy, who didn't quite cut it at Bayern because he wasn't getting regular minutes. He's already got 12 goal involvements this year at Bologna, and him being such a dynamic attacker has led to them being more conservative in possession uh, and more conservative overall, and it's helped their defensive numbers. When you have a superstar attacker like this, 
uh, it, it certainly uh, helps your defense as well. And so they have actually been undervalued consistently by the market. They just beat Inter in the Copa Italia. I think they're undervalued here. Atalanta away from home this year, below average by every metric. Uh, and their their attack has just not been the same as, the, as some of their older guys have aged. So uh, I like Bologna at home here in my uh, favorite underdog or favorite you know non-prem bet of the weekend. And beating Inter, like a pretty big deal, Inter top of the table right now in Serie A. My favorite thing about that answer is how Anthony was transitioning from calling them Bologna to Bologna a couple times, which I, I just, I yeah, really enjoy. That's what it I kind of like made, made to Bologna. Yeah. Listen, I could go for some Bologna right now, and then uh, maybe, uh, and, and then for dessert, a couple dough balls. Anthony, yeah, I'm going to get the man. name. I'm going to get the name, and Please. I'm going to text you so you can have the name of them. And I'll maybe bring them Super elegant, this like super elegant Italian name. Be like, well, what are they? Uh, dough balls. Yeah, you know, the dope balls. Uh, Anthony is on Twitter at Anthony DeBundo, actionnetwork.com, and the Wonder Goal podcast is the soccer betting podcast. My friend, Merry Christmas to you and your family. Good luck with the bets. Stay well. We'll catch up with you soon. Sounds good, guys. Thanks for having me. Anthony DeBundo joining us here on the show. I'll tell you what, by the, the, dead, the dead coach bounce parlay here, mm. Nottingham Forest and the Chargers this weekend. Oh, perfect. Just saying. Uh, get those thoughts in YouTube and Twitch. Social segment coming up to start, hour number three.